Listener Production. Like finding that op shop bargain. Ka-ching. These boys come pre-worn. And maybe need a wash. Oh my word. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Well, Alex Dyson, did you hear that Mars Wrigley, the popular Pennsylvania candy factory, has been fined $14,500 after two of its employees fell into a tub of chocolate last year. I did see the news come out that the fine had been made. They'd investigated. I think these contractors who was working at the Mars factory um, didn't have the correct training, according to the, the uh, overseeing body. They fell into the chocolate vat and had to be sorry. rushed to hospital. I'm sorry. No, I know. It was, I mean, I'm sure that it was quite traumatic. <laughs> But, I mean, come on, man. Like, that sounds to me like that has to be the funniest workplace incident ever, you know? Like, and I know people, I'm sorry, we're hoping that they're on the road to recovery. Employers should be safe, and that's why they got a fine, and hopefully take it seriously and and put in the things, and hopefully it's a lesson to other places, so so accidents like this don't happen. But you would have thought, yes, Matt, that the workplace incident involving Augustus Gloop was warning enough for these chocolate manufacturers to put adequate fencing around their chocolate pits. Do you know, apparently one of them, as they fell into the chocolate, did a twirl. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. The other one no, was, was a woman. And, um, and apparently... <laughs> You're lucky nobody Wait. died in this incident, mate. <laughs> And the other one, the other one was was a was a was a woman, and um, it's really important that we don't Maltese her. <laughs> Got a big big show for you today on all day practice. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry. Uh, these people are probably very hurt. I'm really sorry about this. What's hitting with Sarah? We'll be going out. Matt is also going to be blowing our minds. Um, <laughs> Which, well, frankly, you owe us now, mate. You're in- well, no, I mean, it's just as long. I mean, apparently after the incident, um, all around the factory, all you could hear were Snickers. <laughs> Bron, you're not helping with your own Snicker over there. Thank you very much. So just cut it out and let's dive in, shall we? It's us, it's Matt, it's Alex. It's all day breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Alex Tyson writing this film script uh, based off my book. Mm. And, uh, is it you know, easier just... or harder to write a script if the book's written? Oh, it's way harder. <laughs> it's way harder. Rather than write it from scratch. Mate, because anything can happen in a book. It's just words on a page. Yeah. You can say like, oh, you know, Mike entered the the roaring Olympic stadium packed with, you know, hundreds of thousands of fans. Mm. You put that in a script. The first thing your producer says is, so can there be five fans instead of a hundred thousand? And uh, could it be at the local park instead of a stadium? <laughs> and you're like, okay, yeah, you're right. suddenly playing with a very different beast here. <laughs> Got you. So, um, so what you can control are the things that you know are very easy to do. So I was writing about my house. You know, and the character in my book is is a young ver- youngish version of myself, and mm-hmm. so. I was trying to paint the picture of the house, the type of house that I grew up in, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and so it's 1998, picture yourself there. So, you know, 
my character's dad is, you know, eating some sort of stew for breakfast. And, uh, there's like ebony magazines, you know, lying around. You ever heard of ebony magazine? No. It's like the, it was like the cool black people magazine Ooh. of the time. Okay. You know? It was like an African American. There's always someone like Eddie Murphy or Janet Jackson on the front uh-huh. cover. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, and it talked about, you know, like things, to, how to tame your hair and all this sort of stuff. Did Stevie Wonder yeah. and uh, Paul McCartney share the I cover don't, at all? Uh, no, no. <laughs> I don't know if there was ever an, an ivory magazine. Um, but... But the other thing, as I was trying to put myself back in that place, you know, mm-hmm. growing up, I was trying to think of other things that were just a regular occurrence in my house. And one of them was dental magazines. Right. Well, there's the ivory magazine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The pearly white. There was. <laughs> but the other thing about it, not just magazines, but journals. All right. Mm-hmm. Casts of teeth. Suddenly I realized, I mean, aside from the fact that I had a dental chair in our lounge room for several years that ended up getting buried in the backyard, <laughs> it started to occur to me. I'm not going to ask for clarification some, on that. <laughs> some things, you know, about the house that you realize most people don't. This is oh, unique yeah. to my house. You know what oh. I mean? Like, like I would be, I would like be sitting there eating breakfast mm. And there would just be this, like, before and after picture of, like, a rotted gingivitis mouth just staring up at me from this, like, absolutely destroyed mouth, infected (laughs) everything, just staring at me. All over the house, there was just pictures of before and afters of mouths. Your dad fixed as his role as a dentist? No, just like in magazines and in books and in medical journals and stuff like that. And he'd come there was out just and like, put around the house as art. It was just like casts of teeth. Like, yeah, like, like you know those like casts? Mm. Those, yeah, like the, the, the teeth. Molds. That, That's what I yeah, gave you for your birthday teeth. that time. It was the cast of my teeth when I had to get a <laughs> night plate made. <laughs> yeah. So it was like, I just thought that's. Like, that's not a normal thing. And I talked to a friend. I was with a friend. And I said, what? Is there something weird about your house that you didn't realize that everyone else, like, didn't have? And, cause, and he was, he, um, his parents were Indian. Um, and he said, yeah, you know, we had, because the smell of Indian food is quite strong, you know, mm. especially cooking it. Or, like, most Indian households will have a little outdoor kitchen, oh. like, outside the yeah, regular yeah, kitchen. Yeah, 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 yeah. To stop the, the smell sort of permeating the walls and stuff like that. But he didn't realize that. That wasn't a normal thing until, well, I mean, it is a normal thing. Well, it is. And there's Barbies as well. Love an outdoor <laughs> yeah. kitchen. I'm trying to think about mine. And I'm like, yeah, if I went home last time, um, there's like, when you walk in the front door, there's like a mat that's over the carpet that, um, I guess you don't get mud on the carpet, I guess it's just inside the door. Yeah. But <laughs> that mat is actually from our old sofa bed that sort of got too old. And so dad chopped up the sofa bed and that's actually used to be on top of the mattress you pull out. It was just that. So he's like repurposed it as this little, this little So you think mat. of the bed, you think of the sofa bed every yeah. time you look down when you walk in the house. Yeah, exactly. Going, There's a bit of There's a bit of bed on, on the floor. floor. <laughs> um, so I just asked, we asked you, like what's a weird thing about your childhood home that you thought was normal? Um, Ryder, this is an interesting thing. Ryder said, I have deaf parents. So we had flashing lights instead of a doorbell. Oh, nice. There you go. Didn't, I never thought of that. Yeah. Rosie said we had an outside dunny. Plus we also had mushrooms growing out of our bathroom floor. Eloise said our house entrance door was in our bathroom. You would walk in next to the <laughs> shower screen. Sorry, <laughs> what? 
front door, you walk straight into a bathroom. That's yeah, that's architecturally <laughs> unusual. That is so weird. Sorry, all the other ones I can understand, Eloise, but the main door to your house being through the bathroom. Yeah. Is well, very strange. The old Jehovah's would be witnessing a little bit more than usual, <laughs> should they wander in there. Um, Jacinta, we had a bright red toilet. It was a feature and apparently cost extra. Is that like a toilet lid or like the actual porcelain I, was red? I'm picturing a full-blown, yeah, red, red rum. Uh, two peas and pods said, we had a poster on the back of the toilet door predicting the end of the world. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. Remember when you had to provide your own entertainment in the toilet? Yeah. I think I told you about the the old Dyson's funny walks. Oh, Um, that's right. (laughs) Yeah. And we had, I mean, I was, and I think in the same conversation, I was talking about my friend with the convicts Mm. and what they were all there for, the first convicts or whatever. Um, But that is pretty interesting to have that poster on the back of the wall predicting, you know, like the nuclear apocalypse, uh, which... After a couple of, uh, after sharing a studio with you for a number of years, Matt, is, is very close to the mark when oh, I wander into the, to the bathroom after you, mate. You're on, bit, of, bit, bit of fallout mate. happening there. <laughs> mate, you're throwing me under the bus. I don't do work poos. <laughs> okay? I, it is a, that is a fact. Yeah. Forget mushrooms in the bathrooms. A few mushroom clouds after your bathroom, oh, mate. Come, I don't, I don't, this is a stitch I've never done. I will crawl out with stabbing pains. I will crawl out of the office with stabbing pains in my stomach before I expose myself to you people. Little thing called What's Hitting with... Sarah. Yes, that's right. This is the segment where we ask our resident cool person from Brisbane, 16-year-old Sarah, what is hitting and what is missing in all things cool? With the kiddies. G'day, Sarah. Hello. Sarah, let's start with a conversation that I had at work just the other day when we were discussing whether Be Real is still cool. Uh, is Be Real still popping off? Um. Look, honestly, I've kind of been a Be Real hater since day one, but... um. I don't think so. I think it's kind of a flop now. I'm not going to lie. Oh, I think flop, that's heavy. Your guys like audio or whatever it was. I thought that was pretty cool. Like audio be reels. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. But like the actual B-roll, whenever someone's like, Hey, do you want to do a B-roll? I'm like, no, do not put me in that. Wow. <laughs> and so it's not, it's not, it's not the thing that all the kids at school are doing. Um, it, the thing is, I think it got really overused at the start. And mm. so now it's like, oh, be real. Yeah, whatever. Well, Man, culture just moves <laughs> so fast these days. So if you've got like nieces or nephews and your be real goes off, you're like, oh, hey, kids, you want to be in my be real? That's probably not the best option at the moment in order to maintain some sort of cred. Yeah. Probably All right. So is it, still, is it still Snapchat then or is there one that's past be real? Oh, uh, I mean, Snapchat's a lot. I don't, I don't even really like Snapchat anymore. I think I have like 10 people on my Snap. Um, oh but God, I think Snapchat it's... is Snapchat is still very popular in my generation. I think me personally, I just don't like it as much anymore. Mm-hmm. But okay. Snapchat still is quite up there. Like... What, what do you think of? Um, I've been getting a few requests uh, to connect on LinkedIn recently, Sarah. You, um, you, you, you on that that platform? 
Um, look, no, not really. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> do you have a Facebook? I do have a Facebook, yes. Okay, okay. sorry. I just wanted to, I wasn't yep. sure whether that was that, like, so dated that you just wouldn't even bother. No, no, no. I do have a Facebook. Like, my boyfriend, he's like all, no, Instagram, no, Snapchat, but he's like an old so he's like, Facebook, yes. And he'll scroll <laughs> on Facebook oh my, for like so, an so we, hour. And I'm like, we have oh a my chance. God. We have a chance to be cool again. Everything that's old is coming back. So, okay, so essentially my vintage Facebook page could be like hit, hitting again. Look, probably not. But... <laughs> I'll, I'll give it. I'll give it a follow. I'll embrace it. <laughs> oh my god! All right. I don't need your sympathy. Look, let's get on let's, to the questions. Let's get babe. to listeners' questions because uh, this is your opportunity to ask a certified sixteen-year-old cool person from Brisbane their opinion on stuff. And Lbox eighty-nine has got in touch saying, "Born in the eighties, like me. So how about that, Sarah? Is that weird to think someone born in the nineteen eighties? Oh." I mean, not really, but like I've got older siblings, so and they were born just, just, just past the '80s, so it's not that weird. But. Okay, okay, well, that's nice. Um, Albert says I'm asking this on behalf of one Matty O. Uh, what hats are cool these days? Um, I think bucket hats are still quite common. Mm-hmm. And look, honestly, there's not really like any cool and not cool hats. Honestly, like I think. One type of hat that's been really popular, it's kind of like a hit or miss of some people. Like, people might think it's really gross. Other people love it. And they're like frog hats. So frog you say hats? How it's like, yeah, so it's like a green bucket hat, and then it's got um, googly eyes on it, and then two, like, felt ears, and then a little mouth. But they're very popular. Just other bucket hats. And, like, just, like, kind of, like, more um branded hats like I don't know Tommy Hilfiger or Is Tommy Hilfiger cool? I'd feel that'd be like worn by like uh old blokes on a yacht. See, Tommy Hilfiger can it it is more popular, but then again that's also associated a lot with Eshes. So um but it depends how you style it because you can style Tommy Hilfiger and look like really good and you know get a bunch of likes or whatever. Mm. But um it just—it all depends on how you style it, to be honest. Right. Fair um, enough. What are your thoughts on Legionnaires hats? Where are they sitting at the moment? Oh, um, <laughs> uh, uh, I haven't seen them since primary school, so I'm going to really? put that up well, down. They sort wow. of had quite a resurgence <laughs> around the year 2016. I'm not sure if you're aware of this, Sarah. How old would you have been in 2016? Um, 2016, I was in grade four. Okay, well, okay, I so they would have been what, cool. They know? were. Uh, you could go to a Eddie Music Festival and everyone would look at your flap hat and go, oh, my God, yes, protect the neck. And I'm not sure why. I just, I don't know, they just had a remarkable resurgence in coolness. Hey, um, Sarah, M. Hurst, 27, has asked, if you say someone is looking snatched, what does that mean? Is it good or bad? It means good. It means, like, you look really good. It's kind of like snatched. There's some, it kind of came from, like, saying you have, like, a snatched waist. Like, it just means you look good, like, snap even. Like, mm, you look good. You look snatched. Could you say, if I was to say Matt came in one day and he was looking really good and I could say, you know, Matt, you're looking snatched today, would I would I say it, like, with a click? Like, would I go, you're looking snatched today, son? <laughs> <laughs> um, that might sound a little bit stupid. Okay. You can, <laughs> you can say, yeah, you look snatched, but I feel like something... 
if you want to sound more cool, yep. maybe even you say you could say you look fit. Like, yeah, you look fit. You look fit today. Okay. Mm. All right. Well, thank you very much to both of you, um, Sarah, for participating in this segment again, and Alex for <laughs> talking about how snatched I look. Um, <laughs> Sarah, we always appreciate you joining us so much. Thank you so much for being a part of Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast, and we'll catch you next time. No worries. Bye. Oops. Prepare to have your mind blown. Yes, that's right. This is the segment where I, Matt O'Kine, attempt to blow my co-host Alex Dyson's mind with a fact that I've learned throughout the week. And I'm hoping that you will be impressed, uh, you listening, to my fact two. Mm. There's a couple. They all they always pop up, you know, and, and especially, you know, around the uh, Australian Open time, I was looking at a lot of facts revolving around, you know, tennis players. I remember being quite mind blown that um, Pete Sampras had never won a French Open. I just thought that he was like one of the best. <laughs> never won a French Open. Well, I um, wouldn't say it's mind blowing that he well, never someone, won a French, French I saw Open. Someone, I saw someone post on um, on Twitter. Someone was like, never forget that Teen Spirit was actually a deodorant. Smells like Teen Spirit, yes. I didn't, I didn't really know that. I was like, oh, yeah, makes sense. But, Alex Dyson, <laughs> it's a more serious mind blown today. And I want you to, I want you to, you know, come back into the serious, okay. serious realm, okay? Because we've had a lot of fun. Right, but not everything has to be laughs when it comes to Matt and Alex all day breakfast. It's a bit a bit more serious. So remember how that little radioactive capsule went missing in WA a couple of weeks back? I do that remember tiny, that. Tiny, it tiny is, little thing. It was serious. It sounded silly. It sounded ridiculous, right? Mm. And but yeah, people they were they were really you know stressing about it, and mm. rightly so because it was emitting off all of this radiation. Yep. Now. I didn't realize, but there's a really good reason why this is, could be an extremely dangerous thing. Okay, and you're laughing. Um, I, well, no. Okay. Here it is. Here it is. Have you ever heard of the Kramatorsk radiological accident? The cram? No. Kramatorsk I haven't heard of it and I cannot say it. Okay. Kramatorsk, I would imagine is how you say it, radiological accident. Okay. It was a radio, radiation accident that happened in Kramatorsk in the Ukrainian SSR from 1980 to 1989. Now, what happened is that in the late 1970s, one of those little tiny capsules containing uh, the highly radioactive cesium-137, okay? I don't know what that is. It got lost in a quarry, right? What? How, now, how come people lose these things? I don't know. It's, how are you carrying them? You lose I, I, I them. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. But anyway... The quarry then is used for gravel, no. right? That goes into construction. Yeah. All right. It ends up, this tiny capsule ends up in Would the wall. Look, look like a bit of gravel. Yeah. And it ends up in the wall of an apartment building, right? Apartment 85 of building seven. Right. right? Between apartments 85 and 82. Okay. Over nine years, two families live in this apartment and... Four people die from the same leukemia, what? same type of leukemia across that entire time. Because they got a radioactive pebble in their wall. Yeah, and they no, no one knew about it, right? And it was only when another family moved in and the same thing started happening. People were like, okay, something is going on, right? And 
Four residents of the building died. 17 more had received varying doses of radiation. Oh, my God. Um, until they finally knocked it down and realized the vial was found in the wall. So isn't that just like, I? sorry, but that blew my mind because I was like, how can this happen? Yeah, that is, that is pretty ridiculous. Um, so just wait, it goes to show when they found that, that tiny little capsule on the side of the road in WA, it's like, not only is it like a miracle that they could even find it, but it is a life-saving situation. Whoever picked that one up. Yeah, that is pretty nuts, Matt O'Kine. Thank you for uh, for sharing to make sure we always check our gravel before making concrete out of it for radioactive pebbles. Um, we also like getting your submissions for Mind Blown, and this week's one comes from David. My mind-blowing fact is, uh, so you go into a cafe, you order a panini, but panini is an Italian plural. You should be ordering one panino. So uh, keep that in mind. What? Mind. Well, that is a much more wholesome mind blown uh, from (laughs) David there. So if I go in and order a panino, that's really what I should be getting rather than someone just handing over two panini. Are you serious? Wait, I'm just unsure of, is this real? (laughs) Matt furiously trying to figure out whether he's been ordering multiple paninis in his entire life. It is real. Would I say multiple paninis? Is paninis redundant? Is that plural of a plural? Yeah, that's true. Well, a couple of paninis. That's like getting, let's show you have lots of bread roll, bread rolls. Um, okay. That's, uh, is focaccia the same? Is it, should it be focaccia? Focaccia. Focaccia or something yeah. like that? No, focaccia is singular. Mm. I think focaccia would be the, <laughs> the plural. So if you have two paintings by Pablo, do you have... Picassis <laughs> and one Picassinis. Picasso. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this is Matt and Alex. That's why you've got Bocconcini because there's multiple little balls of the cheese in a tub. Would that be it? Is that real, do you reckon? Mm. Bocconcino would just be a single. <laughs> yeah, Bocconcini are small mozzarella cheese balls. So I'd imagine that maybe Bocconcino is right. Who knows? What about just well, wait, wait. chinos? The pants. Well, what, ab- what about mozzarella? Oh, no, mozzarella has nothing to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> Mozzarellini. Anyways, that is the mind, our mind-blowing facts for today. Thank you very much for getting in touch with us at matt.n.alex. Our DMs are always open. And there's, it doesn't matter where you are, what you're doing. If you've got a mind-blowing fact, just send it in. It doesn't have to be on a Thursday. We're always here for them. Well, look, that brings us to the end of All Day Breakfast for today. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.